as I make my way. In fact, I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> That's just so fun to do every single time. Hell yeah. What up, everyone? What's going down? Fantasy news today. We're back for our last full week of the season. I'm super hyped for this Super Bowl. Here with my man, Bogart. Scott for you is here every day with me. Uh, I'm not that excited for this Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for getting fucked up for the Super Bowl. We're going to be doing a lot of smoking. Yeah, that's for sure. There you go. There's there. There's that. <laughs> Let's shout out everyone who's up in here. What up, Devin? What's going on, bro? And Anthony, he's out on the boat fishing. He said, here, fishy, fishy. Good looking on showing up, bro. David yeah. in the building. What up, Hess? Antonio in the building. He said that intro is straight fire. Hell yeah. And even during the playoffs, one of those commercials, they stole it. They heard the sample being used. And they had to steal it for one of their commercials. I don't even Man, remember. What I, I recorded, was. I recorded that song in January or February 2020. So it's like, yeah, fuck you, NFL Network or whoever <laughs> stole my idea. You're not and like, cool. And it's like using the exact part I consciously sampled because I was like, well, everybody who has sampled that before. They use they use the riff that who doesn't use that right yeah well like everybody uses the where everybody knows your name like not no not me <laughs> I I find the part no one uses and until I use it then it becomes like their mainstay commercial <laughs> I'm telling you they have some intern who's been watching our show and they saw it and they made it happen I don't oh, care what God. anyone says our version's better. I'm going to find out who that guy is, and he will no longer be recognizable as a man. <laughs> what up, Lee? What's going on, bro? And Facebook user, it says, yo, but I can't see your name. There's a link that you can click in the description that will allow your whole name to pop up. And uh, for everyone who's watching right now, because I said we were going to be talking about the uh, – we're going to be talking about the two giveaways that I'm going to be doing, two separate giveaways going down for the Super Bowl. Going to be talking about that in about 15 minutes, so just uh, just bear with us. Want to let a couple other people show up, so just make sure you guys hang around for about uh, another 10 or 15 minutes. And, uh, man, yeah, and Anthony said, what's up, fellas? What's up, bro? And Song in the building said, yo, I'm at work. Good looking on coming through, bro. Good looking on coming through. <coughs> Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, has said sick AK on their ass, man. So I haven't seen the video, but did you see the picture of the dude that he fucked up? Yeah, he has like a broken orbital bone. 
so for those that aren't familiar with the human anatomy, that's the eye socket. You know what I mean? Yeah, he definitely got knocked the fuck out. Um, I mean, at least from what I'm hearing, he punched him like eight or nine times, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he gave, I think he gave him like more than three a three initials. So from what I read, you know what I mean? They're they're about you know anybody who's familiar with Vegas, when you're about to go, like I mean, a lot of these clubs, you go into an elevator and it takes you up to the floor or whatnot, right? And I mean, who knows? He could have just been getting on a regular elevator. Either way, the story goes, him. And a bunch of, you know, it's Alvin and the chipmunks. Let's, you know what I mean? So he ain't alone. And the dude's trying to hop on the same elevator as him. And then, you know, Kamara's like, nah, man. And like, you know, like, you know, hit, you know, hits dude with one of them stiff arms. Like, nah, bro. Dude slaps the arm away. Wow. And then immediately, this is what I, what I read. Because I didn't see the footage. But immediately, he steals off on him. Bah! And then he's three consecutive in a row. Boom! Boom, boom. You know what I mean? He's probably working that same orbital bone. You know what I mean? Fuck. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like for everyone who's seen the Neil Brennan, the three mics or whatever, you know, like he was thinking football. He was supposed to do regular, you know. And I mean, man, someone knocks away that stiff arm. It's just like ready to fight. I mean, you know, this is this is why I laughed when Vegas ha had a team, let alone the Raiders, because their fan base is hella scummy and then now they're in vegas and like so i know this wasn't a raiders game per se but it's the pro bowl in vegas motherfuckers are turned up you know what i mean yeah like people are turned up i i'm saying i don't blame them for what they did to dude because i'm pretty sure dude i'm pretty sure dude knew like Hey, listen, I don't need to hop on this elevator with these guys and be like a, a, a like a male groupie type. You feel me? Yeah. You know, I mean, because that's what I'm assuming happened. Oh, hey, Alvin Kamara, hey, man, what's up? Where y'all part? Let me, let me go. Let me roll with y'all. What, what, what's what's popping? What y'all getting into? And it's like, hey, bro, you know what I mean? This elevator ain't for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, then guy. I mean, everyone's drinking, and you know, everyone's. I mean, see, that's another thing with Vegas too. Like, I mean, it's a different. It's different when you go out to the club and when you just drink. But, like, in Vegas, you can drink literally anywhere that you are at any given time, and it's okay. And, you know, it's just a different level of, like, belligerently drunk people, I'm sure. There's, You know what's funny? It's, like, when you're walking around Vegas, you can spot the people, like, like the groups that are partying, and you know they're busting their, their Vegas cherry because they're wilding. Like they've yeah. never been there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then because when you've never been there, this is what you hear about Vegas. Like you do wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, man, everyone remembers the hangover. And I'm not just talking about them, but remember when they get pulled out, like the, the cops finally get them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, they're just giving the, oh yeah, we know about you fuckers. You guys want to come to Vegas. And they're just like mocking them. Woo! Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Those type of peeps. I got a whole lot, uh, back when, you know, about 10 years ago, we were shooting hella videos and shit. And, you know what I'm saying? We were shooting a video in Vegas and, you know, we were just getting background clips of all, like, you know, we we're just always recording. So like, I started this thing called the bogey show. And like, I mean, through the, it's just like seven days crammed into like, you know, 10 minutes of, you know, just random footage. Right. Cause we were out there for seven days for real. And, uh, like zero voice. 
And like, you know, there's hella clips where I'm just doing sign language. Cause I just, you know what I mean? You just, I just had no, you're just screaming at each other. That's just how you talk in Vegas, I guess. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Stu in the building. What up, bro? What up? Antonio said hustler giveaways and Super Bowl go together like lamb and tuna fish. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Last year, what was it last year? Last year was the, uh, oh, was that was the PS5 giveaway. That was when Antonio won it. Hey, Antonio, he, he's from New York, right? He, he, he'd be on his halal, huh? He was like, going to get like lamb and tuna. <laughs> no, you don't remember Big Daddy? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, they were in New York. You know, that's like a halal thing. You know? Well, yeah, he was a foreigner and he was like, uh, yeah, he said that, and someone um, you could just see uh, the um, who was it the uh, the lawyer, the one who was uh, the quarterback in the yeah. Water Boy. He was like uh, lamb and tuna fish. He was like, perhaps you prefer spaghetti and meatball. And then it was I forget who it was who came out, and he was like, yeah, considering this is America, if you don't like spaghetti and meatballs, why don't you just get the hell out? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a whole- because that actually comes from. You know, foreigners, you know, it comes from immigrants, Italian immigrants, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, hey, now, you know what's funny is Big Daddy, that's that's one of those ones that it's like, I, I might have seen it like once or twice. It's classic. It's definitely his, uh, like you know. that one and Mr. Deeds, I never really like cared for too much. But like, I do remember watching them and laughing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Big Daddy. That was one of the ones that I liked. I mean, it was him. It was him changing his uh, his style a little bit. You know, like that was he was. I like, like when people go outside their comfort zone a little bit. He went from like, okay, you know, I'm this dumbass who goes back to school, right? Okay, now I get one of those dumbass kids this time. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh. now I'm a dumbass who doesn't want to work, but somehow adopts a kid, <laughs> right? Like, and 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 it's a metaphor. To show us how shitty, like you know, these these serv- the social services and all that, they're, they're really they're not doing their job. Yeah. <laughs> and Antonio said the homeless guy out in front of McDonald's. Oh yeah, that was the one. And I ain't gonna lie. Okay, that's one part I don't I won't forget about about that movie is that when they go up in that motherfucker and it's past and it and it's it's ten thirty was is the cutoff. Yeah. Right. Because they switched it back and forth. It was like 10.30, then it was like 11, and then yeah. it was like 10.30 again. See what I'm saying? And, like, I've been many a times where you get there, and it's like 10.45, and you swear you're good. I'm like, I stop at 11. I, I don't want to order a Big Mac right now. I can't. And, and you know what's funny? It's like, you know they got some left over, but they already didn't move the signs out and put all the lunch stuff in and moved everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then when they started selling breakfast all day, right? It's like they stopped doing this in quarantine, like where I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, there was a good minute where it'd be like, damn, I could go get a sausage McMuffin in the middle of the day, and it'd be the crustiest McMuffin because that shit's been sitting there since the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like Jack, Jack in the Box is the only one who I'd trust their breakfast all day because you know that like they, they make every, they pretty much make everything. Yeah, 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 they've been doing that forever. So you already know yeah. you're going to get like at least a one made right away or one made from there. And what up, David? What's going on, bro? Yeah, and Anthony said, Big Daddy said, I like that movie when I'm hung- hungover. It's a classic. <laughs> you know, I've never watched Shot Caller yet. I don't think so. I have not. Let me put that, let me get that on my list of movies. 
I've seen I've seen top shotter. Yeah. Or not top shotter, just shotter. Just shotter, yeah. There, I haven't seen that in a minute though. Well, the That's only reason I, I saw that was because of TD. It was last year when I, we were doing Hanging with the 420 Crew, and we were just talking about different movies that were related to weed. And that's one of the movies that TD said was shot this. I never seen that movie, never heard about it before that, watched it, and then somehow ended up in a clubhouse with the director of that movie and heard all kind of crazy behind-the-scenes shit that like happened during the filming of all that. And It was yeah, wild, wild. What made me watch the movie was I seen something about it. It wasn't that. What? What do you want, dude? <laughs> it wasn't that exact documentary you were talking about, but it was some type of doc about bootleg movies. And then they, they at one point in the doc, they came to the Shata movie and said this was the most pirated movie in the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. How do you? Here's why I argue, bro. And I'm not even talking about a documentary. You know Clubhouse, the app, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was literally in like a Clubhouse room and he was on there talking about the movie and just like behind the scenes like type shit. So we're we're literally hearing it, you know, from from the director's mouth live, not on a doc. That's hard. <laughs> It was pretty tight. It was pretty tight. Oh, and Anthony said, you got to change grills. That's why. So I worked at McDonald's, and it's crazy. I think it's like one in seven Americans or one in eight Americans have worked at McDonald's before. And I worked there, but I never worked like the grill or anything like that. It was all just uh, it was all just the, the cash register. And Anthony said, you got to watch it, brother. It's a gangster movie. All right. Shot Caller on Netflix. What year did it come out? Because I got the, uh... oh, and said, what's the movie? Someone spell it. Let me see. I think it's, it's A-S, I'll, I'll just put it in there, but it's, it's shot T-A-S. That's what it is. And it's like a Jamaican, like, gangster movie. If you remember the, um, the Jamaican in, uh, in Belly, it's like, it's that same dude. And he really was, Bro, like, at, and he's. He's a real shot caller, though, too. He's a real shot caller, too. Like, he's a gangster in real life. Hey, you know what a Rosclot is? Uh-uh. It's a rat, like a bitch's rag. That's why he's like, that, that Rosclot pussy. <laughs> Man, savages. Straight savages. Smoking some straight up fucking, some straight up, like, regular. <laughs> If that, <laughs> just a ton of it. That's all. <laughs> all right, you guys ready for this? So we got two giveaways that are going to be going down for the Super Bowl. So the first one is going to be for everyone who's uh, everyone who's subscribed on Patreon or a YouTube member, anything like that. We're giving away two of the fuck team defense shirts. So if you guys look right above my head. It's that hashtag fuck team defense. I got them on white. I got them on black. Um, got two styles in there. And uh, so, yeah, you guys really want to make sure you uh, you get in on that. If you're not a Patreon member, you just go get signed up at fantasyfootballhustler.com. And then Patreon's the top link that you can click on. And now this one is the first time that I'm announcing this. We're going to be giving away a Brandon Ayuk jersey. Now, Are you looking? Oh, yeah. Now, to get your entries into this one, it's either a $5 Super Chat 
or a $5 donation via Cash App, Apple Pay, or Facebook Messenger. I'll put up the info. Um, actually, I'll, I think I could just put it up on the uh, the ticker. Uh, yeah. Right here. In England, they refer to that as the ticker. Here we go. Uh, buddy. Here we go. All right. Got it on the ticker right there. So you could uh, $5 through Cash App, Apple Pay, or Facebook Messenger. Now, if you do a $5 Super Chat, that gets you two entries. If you do a $5 donation through Cash App or Apple Pay or Facebook Messenger, it gets you three entries into the giveaway. And it's because uh, YouTube jacks some of that money when you give Super Chats. So that's why you get more entries if you do it through one of the other ways. So the little ticker is at the bottom. And you could literally in the memo just put Brandon Ayuk. Or something like that. That'll be uh, I'll be fine. We'll know exactly what it's for. And I'm gonna start. Uh, I already got it. I already got the doc. So anytime someone uh, gets in on it, I already got it ready to start keeping track. Nice. A white joint. Oh yeah, the white on red. <laughs> All right. I always thought those were like the good luck. And Anthony said, is it signed or is that ketchup on the number? It's a sign, it's a signed jersey. So it's got the uh it's got the signature right there in the middle of the number one on the the one on the right, and then it's got the little sticker for the uh certificate of authenticity. I actually saw him sign it. <laughs> and Anthony said, Give me money, I need money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. You know what I love about, like, give me money, the statement just in itself, is that it's always an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the money. Give me it, even. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, let's get back to some of this news. And uh, we, we got a few hires and things like that, but uh, we're going to talk about Tom Brady first. And, uh, Bogey, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us what, uh, what happened? Well, as Tom Brady's, as his uh, representation, his lawyer, whatnot, I will say my client, you know, he retired apparently because it felt right in the moment. But uh, on his Let's Go podcast, his co-host, who is an actual journalist, always asks riveting questions and managed to get Tom Brady to admit that Hey, this might have just been in the moment because it felt right. Who knows how I feel in six months? And like, I will say, my client Tom Brady, you know, as a the wholesome American, he is honest American. You know, not egotistical. It wasn't like he would fake retire just to get all the attention as possible because he's like, fuck Matt Stafford. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. Keep it rolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, and for one, we, you know, if y'all caught the Playmakers episode, we already put that man on trial. We already been buried him. We didn't resurrect him. We started the Church of Brady. I mean, shout out to all the members of the Church of Brady. This thing's spreading like wildfire. You know what I mean? You know, everybody, you know, eating avocados, 
you know, we're all singing hymns. Yeah, you know I mean, the church of Tom Brady. And now he he's dicking around all the fans and Uncle Bruce Bruce because he's like, listen, I might come back. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. Everybody in the chat, which what y'all think? Y'all think Tom Brady is for real done? Because I honestly thought he was done. Now, you know what I'm saying? Well, well I'm just learning, so I know some things, but you know what I mean? I just feel like, yo, he might. There's like a there's like a 10% chance he comes back. You know what I mean? Go over there, son. I'm trying to tell y'all. You know what? I'll say there's a 12% chance. There you go. You know what I mean? Because he rocks the number 12, bro. He's into that numerology shit, man. He's married to a witch. You know what I mean? Sorcery. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, as long as Avocado still exists, I feel like he's been the play. I mean, I, I checked the news this morning. I didn't see no drought on avocados. You know what I mean? Mexico so got hell of them motherfuckers. That's probably what he was doing in Florida this whole time. He was probably down there in Florida. You know what I'm saying? He's probably getting them, getting them, getting them. He's on the new hype. He's on the, the Puerto Rican ones, bro. He's like, I'm getting them straight from from Cuba this time. He's like, the Mexicans is taxing them. The Mexicans are waxing them. So he's trying to find the best plug that he could on these avocados. And that's why he was in Tampa Bay, bro. <laughs> the sole reason. Not already, Super Bowl. Already- and I already said it right before. Like this already seemed like something, you know. We we've we've seen other people do it, guys like Brett Favre, and and it seems like to get out of that situation because it might not be a Super Bowl caliber team if they don't, you know, get a lot of these guys back that they need to. This is probably just the easiest way out, and maybe he does stay retired. Maybe he likes the retired life, but if he comes back in a year, he can literally go wherever he wants and then do the same thing that he did. When he was with the Patriots and switched over to Tampa. He's or, uh or he could just 45. be toying with us, like Chase said. Is he is he 45? 44. He's 44, but I mean 2022, he's gonna turn 45. Yeah. If I think he I don't even think he stays. If he comes back, it's not like he makes us wait. He's gonna come back to the Bucks and they're gonna do something. Either yeah, he's gonna play for the Bucks or he'll get he'll get his way. He knows yeah. that. Tom Brady's the one. He got the he got the force, bro. He just waves his hand and motherfuckers is gonna trade him. Oh yeah, you know I mean? definitely. <laughs> I'm telling you though, I swear this is part. That's why I only give him a 12 percent chance that he's actually not retired because right. I think this is just like he can't believe Scheffner and broke the news. You know, kind of robbed him of it. Yeah. Think about it. Look how passive aggressive it was. He waited a couple days, didn't deny anything, right? Waits a couple days, then he puts out like screenshots of like eight different motherfucking, like that's you know that in itself too is like that's not goat. That's not goat ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he probably wrote all that shit while he was still on vacation, just on his phone. You know? And yeah. That was and the then, screenshots. I and guess. then they didn't. Then he sees on Twitter, he, you know, Sheffy's out here like, yep, he ain't finna retire. It's not, he hasn't said it, but I'm telling y'all. And he was like, you know, because that's like, 
Like, you know, nobody did that for Big Ben Rapisberger. Nobody hated on him. They knew he was going to retire, but they let him be the guy to officially be like, I, uh, I'm done. Well, to be fair, he did do that, like, before the season was even over and stuff. Like, I mean, he, he did it like eight times. Yeah, he hinted at it a bunch. I mean, he did it like five years in a row, too, where he, he did the whole song and dance. Like, oh, I, I think I might be done, y'all. And then, then it's like, well, I'll come back if they'll have me. Like, <laughs> Yeah, his uh, his play was speaking for itself this year. Like, I mean, he's, he's not an NFL QB anymore. He, he really is. He's, he's not even he's not good enough to be a backup because he's too damn brittle and he's got like a weird ass style of play that like nobody else can uh, can duplicate. And it was funny. I, I love listening to the pardon my take guys and they had Sam Hubbard on there. That's how I heard about uh Joe Burrow, you know, that him and Joe Burrow would have been playing together at the same time at Ohio State. And then uh, they asked him, they were like, How's tackling Big Ben? How's that working out for you? And he was like, I, I heard the stories about tackling Big Ben, but you never really believe the stories until you actually do it. And he said he's the hardest person to tackle just because of how big the motherfucker is. But you see, this is this year it became a little easier because he had the Big Ben love handle burgers. You feel me? He just grabbed that motherfucker on the side. It was like actual handle this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like everybody wearing them super tight, everything. You know what I mean? It's just like, bruh. Yeah, he, he and he's like on record to say that he loves him like some IPAs and shit. He just probably just gets hammered. He just gets hammered, big ass, big Ben beer gut. Yeah, you look at his had his body type and like he definitely doesn't look like the guy who's in the gym on the red. Oh, no. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's like maybe a, maybe a, maybe a treadmill to cut down a little bit on some of his baby fat. But besides that, like man, I mean, he's just. He just looks like an old school style of football player. He looks like a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> and Chase said, I will say, unlike Ben, Tom could definitely still ball. I mean, he threw over 5,000 yards this year. Like, Do avocados still exist? <laughs> and Ball said, uh, guacamole with Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, yeah. Still there you exist. go. Live it up. He was like, <laughs> He was like, what, the, the, plain, the, the plain tortilla chip? No. No, sir. The ranch Dorito. Give me money. And Anthony said, TB12 to the Niners. Yeah, make the phone call. <laughs> hey, you know what, too? He hates Jimmy, dog. They don't like each other. And I think that's Shanahan with some foolish loyalty at one point. He, he's, which I respect, but you know, you, you know, when we went in to go get Tom Brady, you know, they used the force on him and we left with Jimmy, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And cause Tom Brady orchestrated that. He was like, fuck that. I'm not going to give him Jimmy. You know what? Calling my dad calls Bob Kraft. Boom. They send away Jimmy. And then when Brady's a free agent, he wanted to come to the Niners just, just, just because he, not only does he love the Niners, grew up a Niner fan, but he hates Jimmy's. I'm going to go there and shit on Jimmy. You know what I mean? I'm going to make them get rid of Jimmy. Watch this. And Shanahan's like, nah, we, I'm, I'm staying true to my man's B. Stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? 
I mean, shit, getting, I mean, last year, you know, I mean, you couldn't really do anything with all the injuries and all that. That was nobody's fault. Um, but this year, I mean, man, Jimmy gets him one game away. And <laughs> one you know game what? away from the dance. As far as, like, as long as, as John Lynch can keep hitting on, on these defensive guys, bro, in the draft, you know what I mean? Just keep yeah. hitting on defense because that's the formula that every – you know how when people say, I want to rebuild, you know what I mean? It can happen fast. You just got to stay young on the defense. Have a couple veterans. Have the right – you know, have the, have your – see, now we're getting to the point where the windows are going to start closing because, you know, we're only going to have so many years with these motherfuckers that we're paying now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's happening again. Like, you know, you know we got Warner locked in. We're yep. gonna lock in Bosa. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Probably this off season, then we have about four years theoretically with Lance. Maybe three years. Cause say if Lance goes crazy for two seasons, he's going into 2025 or uh, 2024. Talking about y'all need to pay me. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, pulling what Kyler's that, pulling, right, pulling what Kyler's pulling right now, right? Yeah, but you never know though. Look, we. I. I mean. There's still a small percentage chance. I say small because he's with Shanahan, but small percentage chance that he's a bust. Like he's gonna be a he's gonna be a guy, bro. Shanahan is too good. Shanahan's too good. I've seen him, I've seen him win games with Brian Hoyer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> I'm just saying. I've seen him win games with. I've seen him go in the Lambo on a Monday night with CJ Beathard and lose by a field goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, you know what I'm saying? Like Shanahan, he does it with anybody, bro. Now he has Lance. Full offseason, it's going down. And Antonio said Bosa should join the 49ers so they would have both Bosa brothers in San Fran. I just don't know if anyone could be able to afford those two. Yeah. Bosa's one of the highest paid. Yeah. Bosa, he, he, here's how this happens. It's like if we still have Nick in like four years. Because right. then that will be when the Chargers are probably done with Bosa. Because let's let's be honest, the Bosas, and this goes back to Pappy Bosa and apparently Grandpappy Bosa, that they all just have an injury riddled life. They're they're savages, but they just get hurt. Probably because they're yeah. just they're hurt they're they're hurting people. <laughs> I mean, they're they're savages, like just like you said, like man, when they when they go tackle someone, they're inflicting a lot of pain, and uh, their body is getting some of it as well. There's no way that you can't. Yeah. And has said, what's up with Kyler? So we talked about it uh, yesterday on the show. He removed any mention of the Cardinals from uh, all of his social media, uh, removed all of his pictures and shit like that. And he's, he's going into the fourth year of his contract. He's only scheduled to make uh 5.5 mil this year. And we're, we're assuming that that that's his way of letting them know that uh, he's unhappy with them. And if he wants to, he'll go play baseball. <laughs> I'm gonna put it down real quick. All right. So yeah, we we no, nothing to where Kyler's actually saying. You know, it's just a lot of reading between the lines on what we've seen and knowing that he probably wants an extension and he wants it now because of uh, you know the cap going up, seeing what other guys are making around him. And we talked about how Kingsbury and everything is just like fucking up everything with that team as far as like the play calling and stuff. So I'm curious to see what uh, what comes uh, what else comes out from Kyler Murray. But we talked about that yesterday because it was on Instagram and on Twitter. Removed 
all of his pictures and everything, removed all mentions of the Cardinals and all that. So, yeah, curious to see what happens. And Anthony said uh, Nick is still injury riddled because uh, it's how they play. So, yeah, I, I mean, like we said, they're just savages. They hit people hard. They hit people often. And they're big-ass bodies like they're getting into uh, car crashes like every single time that they do that. All right, let's see. What other stuff do we got that came out in the news? Oh, all right. Yeah, Lovey Smith, now the uh, now the head coach of the Texans. I like this move. I mean, there's a lot of people who've been hating on it. I mean, the defense was like the best part of their team last year. I want to see what Bogard um, thinks about this. A lot, a lot of people just hating on them, but we think about that, uh, that 2006 Bears team and all that, how it was all defense and all special teams and – Really, that just, like, dominated, like, everything. Yeah, let's see what uh, what Bogard thinks about this. And I'm packing up a bowl. What are you guys smoking on? And I believe JC Money Show is going to be starting here in, like, 15, 20 minutes. Okay, I got, I got some thoughts real quick about this yeah. Tyler Murray thing. Oh. Uh, so as, as Kyler Murray's lawyer, right, I will say that we're posturing. You know what I mean? We, we got this team into the playoffs despite injury, despite bum-ass coaching regime with bum-ass play calling, bum-ass game planning. You know what I'm saying? A for effort as far as attacking free agency and, and, putting, you know, and, and, and di- trying to diagnose their best in, in the draft to get what they need to fill a bunch of holes while this window before you have to pay Kyler Murray was open. Now that window's closed. That's what this yep. is. Yeah. Him taking everything down. He's like, boom, this window's closed. You better pay me now. And I feel like it's an ultimatum too. You know what I'm saying? As his lawyer, you know, that, that what we want is, is, is us or is, or is them. You know what I mean? As in Kyler yep. Murray or that coaching regime. Cause they suck. Yeah. They suck. Even Vance Joseph, you suck as a DC. You're a fucking Zimmer wannabe. Everybody been known how to beat Zimmer's defenses and yours because you're just a Zimmer ripoff. Then you got uh, Cliff Kingsbury, probably will be awesome as an offensive coordinator or a head coach in college like like he was. NFL, not so much. And and when you were a kid like Kyler Murray and you got the A's in your back pocket. Like, you really have to appease him. If you're not appeasing him, when the fuck do I have to show up and look like I want to play? Because that's half the time he's either, he either wants to play or he don't, and it shows it on the field. Yeah. When you want to play, ball him. I'm t- it's so crazy. Hey, I remember, I think it was week two or three this year. They played the Jags, right? And I'm like, oh, shit. The Jags were sticking it to him. When you when they show Kyler, it was one of them days. Oh, he didn't want to play today. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we gotta come back and win. He's like, all right, fine. Gets him back. You know what I mean? Score a field going in for the get for the dub. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, bro. Uh, and seeing, I, I guess I always wonder, you know, I mean, when it comes to baseball versus football. I mean, taking the football money at first, you already know it's going to be way better than the baseball money, like right out of the gate. Like it's it's always that way. 
And it's like when you get your clout in baseball, you start hitting your peak and you hit your strides. Like these yeah. NFL contracts can't even touch those baseball contracts. Nope. And like you're hella in that thing too for hella years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the 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 longevity, the shelf life is way like is way stretched. You know what I mean? It is way more. Uh, I mean, no matter what, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I mean, 17 games on the NFL on the NFL season versus 162 for the MLB. Like every single day you're fucking playing. Yeah. And they're just fucking swimming in the dough. Okay, how about this? How come you will never hear about, babe? Is it because... The, the white racist motherfuckers that run run America, they like ba- baseball so much. How the fuck does baseball make all this money to pay all this money to motherfuckers? I don't get it. I mean, it's the TV contracts and all that shit. And it, it's because it's, it's more games, too. Like, man, you have 80 home games. There's a lot mm, it's attrition. There you go. That's the answer. A lot more revenue coming in. Yeah, they're, they're going to go with the attrition. That's right. So it's the it's the it's the quantity. Because right. if you break it down to a per game basis, you know, I mean, there, there's nothing like the NFL. You know, NFL is the highest paid per game, you know, sport out there. About some of these basketball contracts, you know, I mean, you're playing 82 games or whatever, you know, and then yeah. the baseball, you're playing 160 games. So it's just a lot different. Yeah, you know, be you know, it's dope. It's like if you're a DH. <sighs> Oh yeah. Like you don't really do much at all. She's like, all right, I'm up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to knock this out the park. <laughs> Cause I mean, really, that if you're a designated hitter, right? That's like you're like you man, you're bombing that thing. Yeah. <laughs> they know you're that good. Hell but yeah. I don't know baseball. That's why I'm asking. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause you're not you're not playing defense. You're just you're just playing offense. Yeah. Like, there is no, like, equivalent, really. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what that could be compared to, you know. A punter? Uh, I mean. I mean, a punter only really punts, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and maybe you might get him in some trick plays or something like that, you know what I mean? But that's all he's doing as far as, like, the rest of the special teams is comprised. It's, it's comprised of offensive guys and defensive guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Meanwhile, the punter is just the punter, like. So maybe a designated hitter would just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that suffice? Yep. Give me a dig. <laughs> Close enough. What up, Ronald? What's going on, bro? Yeah. And uh, Anthony said, imagine getting a call to play major leagues. Uh, yeah, great athletes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's crazy. That's why everyone, everyone who was hating on Jordan for, like, going over to play baseball, like, he actually did a lot in a short, like, amount of time for, like, not playing baseball for like over 10 years. Like that's just insane to me. I bet you the mob was like, okay, look here, Jordan. You're gonna you're gonna join the, the, the minor leagues and you know we're gonna pay off all the pay off all the teams that we need to pay off. One, two, three strikes now you don't worry you you're you're going home every time. <laughs> right? And just to build him up, bro. Build him up, get him to the MLB, and then they're like, all right, we need you to fix games for the mafia. <laughs> yeah, if uh, it's crazy because if uh, the MLB wouldn't have striked, I don't even know if Jordan would have ever went back to the NBA. Because he, he, So he actually did get to major leagues. No. 
No, right? He was there. No. He was a little. He was. Little, he was. Uh, he was. He was on the brink, though. What is that? What do they call those triple A's? Yeah, so he was in. Uh, he was in double A. So okay. that's not like triple A. or the triple A is almost like the reserves okay. for the uh, like like they're they're not the young talent. They're the guys who you could bring up in a pinch and like bring up for a couple games and then send back down, you know, or whatever. The guys in double A, those are usually like. That's usually all the best young talent and the guys who are like about to break the bank in the major leagues. And that's where he and that's where he was at. He was with all those guys. And then I got some thoughts. I got some thoughts real quick about the Lovey Smith hire. Yeah. That's clearly because he's already in the building. Nobody. Oh, yeah. And then even if people were interested in that job that were get taking the interviews. When they got to asking like about like Deshaun Watson and this and that, they're just like you know like no one wants that job. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's gonna so, be a, it's gonna be a lot of drama. Yeah, and Lovey Smith's already been a year in, in a year of it, and and he's so old. he's what sixty three years old, and he's been he's you know he's been there and back, so he knows how to tune all this out, and he knows Davis Mills is their guy. They're gonna move accordingly, and like they're gonna try to. I could tell they're gonna try to move fast as fuck on this one at least. To find out really what they can do, because this 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 uh this draft is coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and and Ronald said I got that Jordan forty five White Sox jersey. Me too. It's the uh, the black one, the black one with the white letters. Hell yeah, that's classic. That's so confusing. <laughs> Jordan Jordan baseball jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like so he went with the 45 too. See, I don't I didn't notice. I didn't know what his number was in baseball, but that's funny yeah. that he went with 45. And then he had tried baseball. to rock 45. He's like, listen, in basketball, like, this ain't, ain't working. <laughs> had, uh, had, had some baseball cleats made. I can't remember exactly what shoe uh they mimicked, um, but I had them. They were super dope. I think they were the nines, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. The only baseball shoe I ever remember was the Ken Griffey's. Yeah. Yeah, it had like the green. It was like the Mariners colors. Yeah. Is yeah. Well, they were? This one, well, and this one wasn't even like a baseball shoe. This was actual like the cleat that you wore, but it was like they made it after one of the, I, I think it was after the one of the nines, and then they changed the colorway a little bit. Hmm. Who who else got hired? Everything's filled up. Huh? The Dennis Allen Saints one. We saw that one coming. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of like random, a lot, a lot of random people promoted in certain areas. Yeah, we talked about the Mike McDaniel's yesterday. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But the Saints one. I mean, see, that's another one too. Like, I don't think anyone really wants that job, and and they they have a team. They're re- literally a quarterback away for real. Oh. Oh shit! Here's some big time news. The Steelers are going to interview uh, Lewis uh, Lewis Riddick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Position. That'd be dope if he got that. That, that would be. Hey, weird. listen, man. I don't know what anyone like if anyone can tell, but that guy is not smart. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anyone says, man. His name every year is it floats around the GM position, but, but still even the GM as it stands now for the Steelers, he's in they're, they're going around interviewing his replacement, but he's not stepping down till after the draft. Oh, he's like, I'm going to draft this. Last. He's pulling the Ozzie Newsom. You know what I mean? Yeah, this guy's yeah. no Ozzie Newsom, but you know, remember Ozzie Newsom was like, all right, this is my last go around. 
They found his yeah. predecessor and uh, whoever his predecessor was. I, f- I forget. It's, it, that's the GM now in Baltimore. But or, yeah. And then, uh, anyways, the motherfucker goes, um, uh, he, with his last hurrah, he drafts Lamar Jackson and uh, Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst Helmsley. But Hayden Hurst Helmsley first. And then, like, you know, they're like, yeah. Yeah, because Ozzie Newsom was a tight end. So they hit on plan A and they hit on plan B <laughs> exactly. for that tight end. Like, man, They that's... had a plan B for the plan B. They're like, we need a tight end and we need to make sure we get a guy. We get two of them. Yeah, that was dope. And hit on both of them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I, yeah. And, and then Hayden Hurst, Helmsley. Well, they traded uh, him away. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, they hit the more valuable one away at the time. For uh, you know, yeah, because he was the higher round. I think he was a second round pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just had more. He just had more value, and uh, you know they didn't have to resign him. Yeah, bro. I yeah. think Hayden Hurst might been might been a higher round. Pick. He might have been a first round pick. Yeah, he was. He, he was right because, like, I mean, he was getting more play than Andrew was, and then it was so like Andrew had, started overcoming. Because you know, hate, just coming up with those big catches. They had traded back up. Into the back of the of the first round, and grabbed uh, Lamar Jackson at the thirty two spot. I remember they grabbed him. He was the last pick of the first round, and they it was the Ravens. So, and then yeah, then they got Andrews like later. And Andrews yeah. was a guy. He was a guy, bro. You know, it was funny. I was I was on, and like so, this is what that was the year that uh, uh I mean, the, going into uh, the Jackson sophomore year. They put goddamn Greg Roman as the OC. And I was just like, oh, it's Mark Andrews' time, bro. Because they had just – I mean, they still had Hayden Hurst, but he, was, he wasn't the guy that – you know, this is a smart organization. It's like, okay, you know, you got outplayed, kid. You're not – you know, your draft capital doesn't, like, keep you as priority. You know, you're just you're, – you're, you're lower on the depth chart. Right. You know? But for, for a lot of other teams, he was an instant starter. Exactly. And that's, you know, what's funny is like, I get why people do that. Like, okay. So there's like rumors that people are like trying to trade for, I mean, like, you know, like Saquon's being shopped around or whatever. Right. And it's like, okay, if say, say if I'm, if I'm an NFL team and I trade for Saquon, you know what I'm doing? I'm trading for him. This is, so this means this is fourth year, right? Hold on. 18, 19, 20, 21. Oh shit. This is fifth year. Yes. So I'll be picking up his option. Let's see, no one's trading for him. You know what I mean? But yeah. if I if because if I did and I had him for a year, running him into the ground day one. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're gonna go out there and die every week. And if yeah. you don't, going back out there again. You know I wonder mean? what he's even set to make this year because his last year on his rookie contract. I mean, um usually motherfuckers don't get to the last year because if they're good, they've already been extended. And then if not, they get their fifth year picked up. Isn't that like the same? Like nine, I mean, obviously that's where it gets into what your deals. I mean, what kind of deal you made with the team. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, so yeah, this is the last year on his contract. Yeah. Uh, seven mil. Okay. Seven mil. And he's an unrestricted free agent in 23. This is the year too. So this is a contract. So just for intangible purposes. So this is the bad year on his con. Like if you look at like, so 2018, okay. a half a mil. Uh, 2019, two mil. Um, this is just like against the uh, mm-hmm. uh, cap. 
Oh, actually, no, because there were signing bonuses. So let me see. So the cap hit. No, 2018, it was 5 mil and then 7 mil in 2019. No, actually, last year was the worst. So I, I was only looking at the base salary, not like the signing plus that yeah. and the cap hit. And yeah, so it's 7 mil against the cap this year. Yeah, the motherfucking breath. <laughs> And the Giants ain't doing shit. Like, I mean, it depends on what QB they get, even if they go for a QB. But, yeah, the way they're talking about um, about what's his name, Danny Pesos, making it sound like it's all their fault and they're going to keep him around. Like, it doesn't sound too promising. You know what's funny? It, that's how GMs – like, see, it's a different GM now, right? So you have a whole new regime. They don't give a fuck what the old regime did. You know what I mean? Like, it's never anybody's intention to, nine times out of ten to come in and be like, all right, let me continue their hard work and research. You know what I mean? Right, Like, yeah. this isn't fucking some Illuminati long agenda. Nah, it's just a, it's like a, a new regime comes in there trying to build in their mold, especially when you come from a winning organization. Like, And that's why Saquon could be on the move also, right? Because exactly. they didn't draft him with that no. cap. It's almost like, you know, you, you look at him, he's a problem too. Just like, you know, you're like, okay, you're a problem because like you're not producing and you know we're gonna lose value. Gotta move you now. And how do you and you're still a problem because you're you 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 put bad tape out there. You know what I mean? And you're hella hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're either gonna yeah, I mean that they're gonna commit to him. I doubt it. I doubt it. Cause he, he's gonna warrant he's gonna warrant too much. Well, he shouldn't warrant that much at this but here's point, the thing but. too, is like okay. What if you're a team like Kansas City? You know what I mean? What if you're a team like it's just one yeah. of the competitors? A comp- you know what I mean? One of these competitors, I'll be like, all right, I'll give you a two and like a compensatory, like future third, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Ain't nobody getting no first for him. But like, I mean, even if you just gave a two, somebody might be like, done, send it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, those are the people that's going to talk to him. Because they got one good year for seven million dollars for someone like Saquon, but that's not that bad. Yeah. And then and nine, and you might even be able to freak it where like you know they're ta- you know they're taking the hit on the you know they're you know they, they you know sometimes you could strike deals like that where the former team's gonna front X amount of the bill. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, just mm-hmm. uh, pay, pay a little bit to uh, get rid yeah. of the problem in their eyes and. Uh, I mean, that's, a, you know, seven mil. I mean, that, that's a lot of cap to clear up if they're able to get rid of them and get some picks in the draft. Who else would be interested in that? Oh, shit, man. Cross the way. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people hey, who would be interested in the running back. He won't even got to leave, bro. <laughs> he don't even got to leave. You know what? He just goes to the other locker room, to the Jets. Yeah. They'll try, the Jets do dumbass shit like that. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I don't see why they would do that though, because they're not in position to, like win now. But like, yeah, it's gotta be like a win now team. I can see the motherfucking Patriots doing it. Yeah, there's you a lot. I mean? There's a lot of teams that are gonna want a running back. You know, of his caliber. I mean, it's the injuries. You know, I'm sure that the oh, Giants have. There it is, Seattle. Yeah, they're hella dumb. They'll do that shit. Yeah. Damn. What if it was Saquon and Russell Wilson in a trade going back and forth? Yeah, I don't think it would be enough. I think it would probably have to be. Well, Danny no, Dimes. I'm just saying, like, that being yeah. the starting point. It would probably be, like, Danny Dimes in there, too, and some picks, like, like several picks. That'd be crazy, though. Well, you heard it here first. Saquon going to Seattle, Wilson going over to the Giants. That's going to be the start 
of a crazy ass trade that's going to be happening this off season. You know, there's really got to be something that Wilson Wilson's a Sagittarius, but he's funny, you know, cause I felt like he's like an actor, like he has this role. He just plays like the wholesome QB and shit like that. He like plays this role, but like, I know he's just, he's really upset. <laughs> you imagine the New York money. <laughs> I mean, because think about this, bro. He has DK and Tyler Lockett. And like, and even the getting of Gerald Everett, it took a while to get to become a thing, but it became a thing. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying the craziest shit's like they. Just, well, we're not. We're, we're. I mean, we're still leaving the door open to like pieces being brought in or anything. We're. Just, I'm just saying like that. Yeah. Right there. That that's something that we've already. We're already thinking that Wilson might not be there, and we're thinking Saquon might not be there, and Seattle does dumb shit like that. Yep. All right, well, let's get up out of here. I got to get Noble to his American Ninja Warrior class. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, we doing the Playmakers tomorrow? Or we doing it a different day? Um, I mean, if you can't do it tomorrow, then you know what I'm saying? We don't have to do it tomorrow. I mean, I still had it scheduled. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thursday would be a better day. I just got the, the, the graphics for it. Um, okay. I mean, well, we, we, can, we can move it. It ain't nothing, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, if we could do it Thursday, that would be uh, – oh, wait. Okay. We got uh, we got what's it called on Thursday. We got the circle and then something else. Maybe if we could start earlier, maybe that would uh, that'd be a little bit better. Okay. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll talk. Uh, I'll hit I'll, you. Up. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, yeah. I'll hit you. I'll hit you right after this. Cool. And then we're gonna be back either way tomorrow with FNT. So make sure you guys tune in. Peace out, guys. We'll see you later. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of Eastside Ho, where they know my name.